Last time on Dice Funk. Okay, I'd have been using this spell a lot less um, frequently. <laughs> I I legitimately thought they had no idea unless I, like, fucked around deeper. Mm-hmm. I am explaining to them that I am the new um, authority in town. <laughs> the tum-tums are all bowing at your feet. <laughs> it is going very well. You've not been telling them you're a god, have you? No, simply their commander. Uh, yeah, there's a very strange uh, blue goo that comes out of them. You see, it seems to maybe take the form of whatever blood they have, but uh, you don't think all yokai inherently have blood. They're like magical creatures. Uh, so that seems weird. Also, the blue looks exactly like uh, the construct Neelith keeps making of the Akashic Stone. Can Cat munch on one of these? One of these boys should take a little chomp. You take 11 damage as your mind is assaulted by images. You see uh, groups of giants gathered together. I won't let that happen to you again. Where is it though? Can I eat it? <laughs> I, I have a question. Can slime safely touch this with, because slime is many, 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 many organisms. Will that spread out the knowledge? There appears to be a kitsune acting as a leader of the yokai around here. So, getting in touch with the Baku would be one of our requests of you. You banish Quarry back to Dalcor. You need very powerful, how you say, priest or uh, nun. And right now, Venta wields this power. Symbiotic relationship with their host, and were turned against their master. We call these the Kalashtar. I I think that we should get rid of the quarry. We should not have this kind of evil in our village. I'm still mad at Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tracks. All right. I go back to the core now. I ask Baku about your kitsune problem. You do your little exorcism, and we meet back here, yes? Suck it on toes and hit record. No, Austin fears toe, toe sucking. This is his weakness. We all know it now. Oh, that's how we're going to get him. Uh, wait, 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 wait. This is new information? I thought that this was already known. Okay, I mean. Sorry, but does everyone know what I mean when I say Gerald's game foot demon? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> the most upsetting thing committed to film, in my opinion. <laughs> I was so surprised how good that translated. I would have thought that was an unfilmable story. Right, but just the like, movie is surprisingly good. Yeah, except the ending, but that's king for you. <laughs> you. You all forced me to be corporeal and awake for this. <laughs> <laughs> I forced you to be corporeal? Yes. <laughs> You've cursed Laura with physicality. Loris is going to phase through the wall and just take a nap <laughs> in the ethereal plane, okay? But no, 
Laura has to be here so that she can make decisions and have consequences. I have to have a physical form for this purpose, and you're all here with foot, foot fetish demons or whatever. What's going on? Okay, so the picture is not of a foot fetish demon. It's just a monster. I changed my profile pic to something I feel like emulates slime, which is a naked woman crawling around with a giant maw for a mouth. And everyone's like, ah, and then Austin says, the most upsetting picture, part of this picture of a demon woman on all fours with a giant maw is that there's a foot. That demon lady really <laughs> wants to eat the feet, is the but thing. He, are, is the fear, like, of just, just the, you just don't want to see a foot? Like, the foot is more upsetting than the demon woman? <laughs> my, my real question is, did you have a full folder of pics like this to choose from? <laughs> did you have to go looking for one? You're like, no, I'll just dip into my uh, weird mouth foot folder i got plenty of stuff to work with oh what to choose what to choose uh i'm gonna have to say yes because whenever i see a cool picture that i think is gross and creepy i keep it (laughs) (laughs) and that was in my weird pictures folder The idea that Laura astrally projects every uh, every waking moment that she's not recording the podcast explains to me how she writes so many dang books. Um. I just I just sort of float I flow off into the void and I come back and I'm like aha I have I have I have been in the the void of knowledge and I bring back its secrets. <laughs> She slows down time so she can type faster. Oh, dang. She could be a superhero. She could save people's lives, but she chooses to cover LGBT plus topics in video games. It's hard seeing someone else live your dreams out. Since a child, all I wanted to be was an incorporeal author. And (laughs) she's really just living out all my wildest fantasies. Austin, Austin, if you dissociate hard enough, the dream could be yours. (laughs) Did you know you can time travel if if you dissociate, but only in one direction? You'll miss so many appointments. Don't do it. This is just reminding me of the Futurama bit, like, where's, down, where's the device that slows down the passage of time? <laughs> they pull out the bong from under the seat. Oh, All right, great. we should get into the thing we are here to do, which is Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, do we have anything from Philippa's Frostpunk? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I feel like that's implying that there's going to be a very dark ending to Philippa's arc. <laughs> Darkest ending. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that, like, um, so I've been thinking about a few things th- that I haven't, that I have not been able to do as governor so far, and I think I'm missing out, and, like, what's the point of governor if I don't get to blow the horn? <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 I was thinking about legitimately redoing the uh, Moist Watch uh, signal with a hurdy-gurdy just so I could have a version that was specific for Philippa, but you're Oh, my mo- God. Yes. I love hurdy-gurdy. I have at least one sample library of a hurdy-gurdy. I might have two. I need to figure out which one is the better one to work with for Philippa's stuff. But anyways. Alla- allowing, for the, allowing for the edit. Uh What's the point of being the governor if I don't get to hurdy the gurdy? <laughs> and then, um, then the sound effect. Uh, uh, anyway, um, I think Philippa has been thinking on the the, the Shoko thing over the, the like sort of the day since we last saw her, or the however long. Um, yeah, the, and the the governor sections don't have to be co-ter- like coterminous with the rest of the plot. This could be uh, decompressed. Yeah, I just I just kind of want to communicate the idea that there's been some time thinking about it. She doesn't just like immediately react to Shoko's like demand. 
Um, but I do think that she's concerned about this idea of like mind reading when it comes to policing and summons the Moist Watch to come uh, talk to her. Yeah, uh, well, this is a great opportunity to do so because the Moist Watch actually is gathering for an exorcism. So I think uh, this is a great time in the plot for everyone to gather together. Uh, why don't you all paint me a picture of this? Where do you get together? And uh, where are you actually going to perform this exorcism with Pastor Vary? Well, I if she summoned them to the governor's office, maybe maybe the when they get there, she would be like, I want an update on how things are going. And then they explain what the situation was. So she would also just request Vary to come there. And you can just play out things all in that location. Sure. Yeah, there's no need for us to go over information the audience already has, but let's get in a little conversation about uh, everyone meeting up in anticipation of this combat sequence, which we have committed to. Initiative is going to be rolled very shortly, but in the meantime, what, okay. how does this look? Um, yeah, Philippa calls them all in. It's like, um, hey, everyone, I have um, I, I, I have some business to get to, uh, but first I want to know how the investigation is going because we need to find these rocks before we are all... Brutally killed. We 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 made it far enough that we we discovered um ba- basically stone stone water, akashic stone water. Some kind of runoff from the rock. It tasted like ow. What what if you could dive into a swimming pool that was an akashic stone? That was that was fun. Now, is this in character in preciseness, or is there any confusion about the fact that it was the blue goo, not the water, that was inducing the the knowledge pain? I know it was the blue goo. It's fine for your characters to be uh, imprecise. I just want to make sure. Like, yeah, the details I think will will be parsed out. I think we're just having fun with parsing some information. I, out. I think we would eventually get to it, but I think the initial talking around is like, "Oops, uh, someone bit into a creature and it was full of akashic stone." Yeah, it was full of frost giants' memories. Oops, um, all acoustic stone. Uh oh. <laughs> what are these family memories doing here? Uh, Vary enters the governor's lodge with two folding chairs, does a rare double <gasps> reverse chair sitting technique. Oh, no. It's very impressive. Wow, powerful. Oh, a triple Riker, as they call it. Oh, shit. I haven't seen that since, like, vacation Bible school. That's a, that's a <laughs> dope. T- that's a double decker move right there. Fantastic. I have only seen him do this once when we dropped a rat into the machine cogs. Oh no! No! Oh no, he killed one of the pizza rats! (laughs) Philippa, how could you? (laughs) This is the dark murderer at the heart of Grendel. It's fucking everything up. This is the nexus upon which all evil revolves. (laughs) True Detective Season (laughs) 4. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um... When you say initiative will be rolled shortly, I'll just get ahead of this. Should I use all my characters here <laughs> in this upcoming fight? I I mean, it's up to you. I think three is a lot to juggle, and I think Philippa is committed to not uh, being part of violence in the village. But True. I understand narratively if you were going to have an exorcism and there's one person there who can do magic. It's not like if you insisted on Philippa coming, I'd be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, count. I mean, counterpoint. You're probably not uh, requiring Vary to fight either. So, 
so mechanically the way this works is you have to get uh the quarry to zero hp so uh it is in like the the d disabled state so that very can cash ba cast banish so very's there okay yeah let's let's get there naturally in the conversation so yeah, very yeah. has just done the double chair technique yeah so very what needs to happen um to get rid of venta's uh quarry well you see the quarry is a lot like sin it's in within all of us but if you walk with the lords, you know, we can get it out of there together. So, so you, you're you proposing that we take the quarry on a casual stroll through the mountains, then? A casual <laughs> stroll through pain? I was going to suggest a casual <laughs> yeah. stroll through friendship. The power of friendship gets rid of the sadness ghost. A casual stroll through an ass-kicking. <laughs> if you wanted a casual stroll through friendship, you should have gone to Ruth. I'm here, and I kick ass for the lords. So what's going to happen is we're going to wake Venta up. The quarry is going to come out. You all are going to beat it down so that it can't stop me from banishing it. We can we can, we can, can maybe, make, maybe handle that. Can I lick it first? <gasps> Let me touch it. <laughs> I... I mean, there ain't nothing in the rule book that says you can't lick the the dream monster, but I don't think it will help necessarily. Yeah. Anyways, ugh. but uh, Aze will just sort of take a moment before everyone w they wake up Venta to just sort of like uh, I'm just like they've I'm sure that was Venta in the mayor's in in the governor's office. I take it then at this point then. Uh yeah, I assume we would have brought him over. So 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 if that's the case then. Just make sure to take all the valuables, all the nice, all the nice things, and just either put a nice tarp over them or put them aside so that we have like, <laughs> so we can minimize the damage to the governor's office. Nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Philippa takes her um, suggestion box, her nice uh, suggestion box she had made, and just puts it under the desk. There you go. Mari just posted a bigger picture of the foot demon that we discussed. All right, it's not episode. a foot demon. The demon is coming into the room with tentacles coming out of its oh. butt, and then there's a foot oh. to imply that the person taking the picture is trying to get away from the demon. I wouldn't have noticed the tentacles coming out of the butt if you hadn't said thank you. Is it bad that it unsettles me less now I've seen it big? <laughs> I was literally about to say, now that I've seen it big, I'm like, oh, this looks exactly like someone I dated with their <laughs> mouth closed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. Which parts? They had tentacles coming out of their butt? Ba back to the D&D session. <laughs> so, so, well, like, like, uh, like we're, we just got to make this a safe, you know, space to commit, you know, uh, quarry surgery, you know? Right. Uh. Is everybody, everybody get yourselves ready. Anything you need to do before this big fight? We're, we're not moving outside or anything. We're doing this in, in, inside. It is negative 40 degrees outside, so knock yourself out. Yes, but also it's hard to fit a T-Rex inside this room. <laughs> the, the, the Negregor is a dream machine, so it, it could fit. Don't worry. Um... No, no, no. I have polymorph. I want to be a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a tiny T-Rex, okay? Itty bitty T-Rex. Um, I, I, I will say that Aze does like take a moment to give like Venta like another reassuring hug while they're still unconscious before we rouse them awake and get started with all this. Just, just you know, just trying to be as calming as possible before the storm hits. 
Is there anything that you need for performing your spell? Oh, I have all my stuff here. And you see he has like a little bag with like little uh, carvings of uh, the the cat, the owl, and the snake in it. Um, probably uh, some incense and stuff, so forth. Just cleric spell casting, uh, accoutrement. He's good. He, he just says, uh, "As long as I'm alive, I will help you. If if I become not alive, uh, it was nice knowing all of you. I really wish you had been better at your job." <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Okay, let's give this nightmare a rude awakening. And uh, Nobi had been like. Um... Chewing on a, bit of, a little bit of grass and like spits it out. I rolled a 14 for initiative. Isa rolls a 17. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that one? Who's that one for? Is that for the dream team or for Philippa? That's for the dream team. Nobi does that and then jumps on Cat's back and it's just really distracting. So I guess it just fucks him up real bad. <laughs> Nobi's like, hold on, I gotta get, get some more grass. Yeah, I'm actually yeah, still yeah. hungry. <laughs> this, this, I, I need to get my cape on, okay? Wait, 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 one yeah. second. <laughs> Uh, 11 for initiative. 15. And Philip a 17. Uh, so, Aze, you're first up in the initiative, and also I presume you want to be the one to wake Venta up. So why don't you uh, paint us a picture of that? So Venta is still uh, presumably restrained in some way? Yeah. Venta is basically strapped um, kind of in a similar manner as like what their table is set up in uh, in the cave. Like they're, sort of, they're basically set up as if they're entering surgery. And Aze just sort of rests a hand on uh, their their shoulder, neck area, jostles them kind of as gently as he can to rouse Venta up uh, while just saying, it's like, I'm, I'm sorry we have to do this, Venta, but hopefully we can break you from your nightmare soon enough. This should only take but a moment. Venta looks her, Venta looks around is still uh you know has the restraints on the you know the table you brought I assume uh, and sees everyone and says ah governor is this illegal is this crime this is a medical procedure you have a loneliness ghost in you <laughs> we are removing the ghost we are removing the ghost I mean, it's very lonely being in a cave by myself for months during the winter. Um, it's not my fault. No, that's, that's... No, none of this is your fault. We just have to kick your ghost's ass and then you will be okay again. But the ghost makes me feel very strong. Did you see my kicks? <laughs> we, we did. You nearly murdered all of us. It was very scary. I saw your kicks. At this point, the only character who hasn't spoke, spoken up is Nobi. Inventa and Nobi lock eyes. Inventa, <laughs> Inventa just goes, You! <laughs> Me! <laughs> you smashed my shit, you little bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I'll smash up your more shit, you little bitch! 1v1 me, scrub! Slime steps in between. Slime steps in between. And once speaks to Nobi. Remember what I said about doing good stuff and not doing bad stuff? Mother, it may be good to agitate him for the ghost. Okay, this time doing bad <laughs> stuff is good stuff. <laughs> and, 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 and Nobi uh, 
I guess just like blows a loud fart sound. Vent oh <laughs> then. Uh, this is really the classic like philosophy in the Greek tradition. Sometimes bad stuff is good stuff. Fart noise. Fart noise. Fart noise. <laughs> Gosh, I, I I did I did develop a kind of a Dionysus moment here, but okay, here we are. Do you mean Diogenes? Di- Diogenes, that's right, that's the one. Uh-oh. Di- oh, Diogenes, too smart. Diogenes, right? We got too smart. Classically owned. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just misremember the name. It was like wait, I was like, wait. it's Dio something. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you the option for the edit. Hey, Sketch, I think you meant Diogenes there. <laughs> ah, shit, you boom, you roasted me. <laughs> Oh. By the way, uh, by the way, by the way, as a symbolic thing before things go, um, Ozzy is going to tap into the um, astrological singularity, his uh, star, starry form thing, and take on, um, well, the constellation for Venta, the manipulator, and the shapes of the uh, of the snake and hand, uh, serpent and hand form across. Uh, Aze's body and even gleams a little bit onto Venta's briefly as Aze steps away from the progressively more agitated Venta. I I love how casually you say shit like Aze taps into the astral plane or whatever. He's just like, yeah, you know, just 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 does that as you do, as one does. He can do it twice per short rest, so it's kind of like a like a whatever thing at this <laughs> point. <laughs> One of the party members is a lion ant. I don't know what well, we've passed a certain threshold. <laughs> I also like how everyone's like, oh, Ozzy could use wild shape to turn into an animal. Like, no, Ozzy doesn't work that way. He doesn't know how to wild shape. He could do starry form. That's what he could do. <laughs> um, anyways, but. Uh, Governor, I petition you, let me go. <laughs> you can go really soon. Just as soon as we kick your ghost's ass. I promise. You're just jealous! <laughs> jealous of the right ass-kicking your ghost's about to get! Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you want to roll intimidation? Oh, yeah. Dang, yes. <laughs> finally. My intimidation, uh, which is plus eight. I finally get to use it. Holy shit. I'm really trying to play into the fact that Nobi is literally five years old. Um, <laughs> 21... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so Nobi, you paint me the picture of instigating the quarry at Aventa because it's not a natural like all the time thing. It's only when yeah. Aventa is like upset. So uh Nobi has to get uh his goat again. Right. I guess he he says like the line he just said and then he uh kind of leers at Venta, really like kind of in his face. You know that kind of jock move to kind of like uh, uh, lurch forward at someone like you're going to attack them, but then stop. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. And then like Nobi laughs, and then uh, I guess shows him his butt. <laughs> just shows him his whole butt. Just like <laughs> I do like the made you flinch lunge. That's a classic move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at that, uh, the shadow that Venta's body casts here in the candlelight of the. Uh, midday lodge uh, takes on the form of a giant serpent with lobster claws and uh, a dozen glowing eyes on where the the head of the serpent would be if it wasn't decapitated uh, and the quarry is free um, Venta when Venta is kind of overtaken by the quarry he stops communicating um, he's still conscious but your goal isn't to knock Venta out this time mm. Uh, mm. first up in the order is Aze 
Aze has the uh, the sh the form of the uh, of the manipulator on his body, the form of well uh, of Venta's sign, and will open by using his bonus action to do his extra spell attack against the quarry. And let's see here. That is ooh, that was a bad roll. No, oh, that's a damage there. Shoot, let me do the uh, attack roll there. Now it's like, wait a minute, that looks like a pretty low roll there. Uh, do, do, do. Let's do a 13 for his bonus action attack, which misses, That's I assume. That's not going to do it. No. That's right. It's fine. And then the he's going to follow up. is a heavily armored serpent. It's funny, though, because you assigned all these uh, astrology things before we really got going, and so you had no way of knowing that uh, the hand serpent <laughs> would eventually be possessed by a serpent with hands. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Because Venta you know. is neither serpent nor hands, but nope. you still kind of full court shot that one. Listen, there's been a lot of un unintentional full court shots with the astrology thing here. I love it. Um, he's then going to follow up with a guiding bolt. Um, that is, again, a 13. So both of his shots miss. So basically, Ozzy shoots off two beams of light that emanate from his star globe, and they like pass alongside the quarry hit up against the wall and then Ozzy just sort of maintains sort of a defensive positioning away from the quarry to start next up is philippa this is your first time seeing a quarry you weren't in town uh before yeah i think she's like uh oh my god that is not nice to see <laughs> and uh with her bonus action, she summons a spirit totem, uh, which is the first time she's done this. And uh, she's going to summon a bear spirit, um, which I guess is just like a spirit. So it's not like a tangible kind of fighting thing. It's not the same as an elemental, um, but it grants everyone an aura. And in this case, that aura uh, gives everyone on our side uh, five extra hit points plus... My druid level? Is that just my level? It, or is that... it, 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 it's 13 temporary hit points and then advantage on strength check and saves because it's right. It's five plus your current druid level in temporary hit points. Right. Which she figured from the story of everyone getting their ass kicked was the best move. So that was your bonus. Do you have an action as well? Yes. Um, in this case, she uses box skin uh, to give a tougher skin to wait um what's Aze's ac 15 hmm it wouldn't be that much higher so basically i can give a 16 ac to one of the party i would i would say slime 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 does not have any armor so that I'm, I'm about to be bumping my ac up anyway so nice okay in that case uh yeah philippa gives bark skin to slime oh thank you um, Mari, do you want to tell me what box skin looks like for slime? Because, uh, mm. it's, it's meant to be like a tough skin around you, but like. <laughs> so the bark comes out and comes around me and then just slaps into my wet slime. <sighs> and then it all just like soaks together. So it's kind of just looks like scabs. Oh no. <sighs> I was going to say you have a crunchy <sighs> outer shell and an inner nougat. I was going to make it like a fun candy thing. That's the same as a scab. A scab is crunchy on the outside and squishy <laughs> on the inside. I'm going to take a bold position that scabs aren't candy. And Mari, if you want to die on that hill, <laughs> feel just, free to disagree. Saying, I'm not saying they're candy. They just both have the same description. Crunchy on the outside, pussy, and soft on the inside. Mari, I will usually follow you to wherever you go. But <laughs> some days, today I cannot follow. 
Am I wrong? Can you say my description is wrong? That a scab is crunchy I on the inside? I have to agree that Mari is correct. I just don't like it. Crunchy like a scab. <laughs> okay. None of you can tell me I'm wrong. Can you? I, 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 I'm not incorrect. No, I want to, but you're not wrong. <laughs> no, she's wrong. Don't <laughs> fucking... Don't... Tell me why. Tell me why. We don't want to waste. We don't spend too much time here because. Don't confirm these delusions. <laughs> Scabs aren't candy. This is important. They're not candy, but they are crunchy and soft. Okay, it's slime's turn. Uh, you see the quarry on the wall uh, ha- uh, grow, basically grow in size. Uh, it's a shadow. It's not bound by you know physical laws. This giant armored snake thing. What do you do? I would like to cast Earthbind on it so it can't move around. That's the really horny looking one, right? That's the horny Magic the Gathering card, yeah. Nice. Uh, speaking of not to date this episode, there's a Magic the Gathering set that is D&D themed that's being revealed, and so we finally get to see the stats of many famous D&D creatures. Uh, the Tarrasque is a little bitch, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, the Tarrasque is a, is a, it's not even like, why does it even have, why does it have hexproof? Why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just um, a little bitch. <laughs> okay, so if you cast Earthbind, I have to make a strength save. Uh, extremely strong, this beast. You can see it's- uh, Damn it, I thought it was the opposite. Bulch, bulch, okay. It has bulch, a 45 bulch, bulch, bulch. patch. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. I okay, botched. never mind. Hey, botched. Hey. What? <laughs> oh. All right. Okay, so your slime shoots up out of the ground. All these icky yellow tendrils grab its uh, two lobster claws and pull it off the wall and slam it onto the ground. Uh, it is a th- creature of dreams, so it's like semi-corporeal in the same way that you can attack a ghost in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so it's like half uh, corporeal there, and you're like it's wrestling against your binds. And the uh, next attacks. Uh, here's what here's what I'm gonna do because actually it's the quarry's turn, so I'm gonna roll strength again to try to bust it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's what? I mean, all all Earthbind does is uh, its uh, flying speed is reduced to zero. That's all. Literally all the spell does. Mm-hmm. So oh, uh, twenty three. So the quarry uh, uh, takes half of its turn cutting through the bindings with its lobster claws. Uh, it's gonna take a, one of its attacks because I botched, and then I'm gonna use my other attack to try to grab the person who knocked out Ventil last time, which was Cat. Fight me, bench. 23 again. Well, that hits. <laughs> uh, 17 damage. as the, uh, It cuts through its bindings. Everyone's gathering around trying to beat it down, and it reaches up and slashes you. Cat, uh, Nobi, Voltron. And now it's Neela's turn. I'm gonna cast Polymorph. And I'm going to become, please tell me this will fit in the room, Austin, <laughs> a giant crocodile. Yeah, sure. <gasps> Hooray! Um, so I'm, 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 a, I'm a real fucking big crocodile now, ready to ready to get om, om nom nom munching on this thing next turn. I get multiple attacks, I get all sorts of cool stuff, but I can't do anything else this turn, because transforming to a crocodile is... Tiring and time-consuming. Evolution's perfect first draft. For for flavor, I did want to become a giant octopus so that the tiny little adorable squid could become very big but still be very tentacle-based. That was the original plan. But (laughs) they do need water to live, which is not Ah. ideal in the middle of a governor's office. 
<laughs> or the middle of minus 40 degrees. Octopi can su- survive outside of their tanks for a bit. There's that uh, famous one who kept breaking out of his tank in that zoo and just going on a little journey around yeah. the premises. So you you are correct, but also Dungeons and Dragons says the octopus can only breathe underwater. Fight me, Gygax, you little bitch. <laughs> Gygax explicitly says, hey, you're, you're cool octopus. Aus- Austin, well, I, I, I could beca- go be a large octopus if you'll let it breathe out of the water for a bit. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's Cat Noby's turn. When we get back to Neelith, okay. uh, we can think about that. <laughs> okay. Um... I'm transforming into something then. Ah. <laughs> okay, raging, uh, advantage on strength, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. And um, Noby's like, this thing does not get easier to see. And no, and, and Cat goes, hopefully it gets easier to kill. And um, I guess just like big slash, big slash time uh, with those mighty claws. Um, it's just a 10. Nope. Oh, God, it's worse this time. I botched in this time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. Once again, this is how Cat uh, got so fucked up in the last fight is you botched coming at the quarry. You did not come correct. Uh, so the quarry is going to get another attack on you. That's a 28. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Barbarian boy. is just not my fucking good god class. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh, this is brutal, brutal, brutal. So it's a fifteen, but you are in rage now, so it's actually only seven. Yes, nice. Yeah. So it seems like basically Cat and Quarry are crossing claws and fighting in a kind of a cool anime duel in the middle of this <laughs> uh, octopus and uh, support magic kind of fracas we have going. Ozzy's turn is fairly simple. He is going to start off by using the bonus action to try to do another one of those um, spell, sh- uh, the bonus action manipulator shots. That's a 26. That's the first hit. Yeah. So uh, the, the Corey and Nobi and Cat are all fighting in the middle and you finally get a backstab yeah. on him. Yep. That's a, so that does seven um, radiant damage um, to the quarry. And then he'll follow that by doing a second one of his, like, uh, free-use guiding bolt against the quarry, which does a 16 for the attack roll. Does that hit? Does not hit. Okay. No. Um, so that w- that will miss. That's good damage on that roll, too. Darn. But oh well. Um, uh, and Aze just sort of again, keeps his distance, but tries to, uh, well, draws... Uh, Try to draw as much as he can uh, through the uh, through the quarry to burn it down a little bit, and uh, that's all he can do on his turn. We're back to Philippa. You may notice the quarry does not have a personality; it doesn't really speak. Uh, it is just an amalgamation of negative thoughts. Right. Uh, even when when uh, someone becomes a Kalashtar and fuses with a quarry, it's not really like a two person one body situation. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. If you're wondering why the quarry isn't talking smack, right. they don't really do that. Okay. <laughs> In that case, she's going to cast one of her cantrips, which is infestation. Mm. Oh, geez. Read that to the audience. You cause a cloud of mites, fleas, and other parasites to appear momentarily on one creature. You can see within range the target must succeed on a constitution saving throw, or it takes 1d6 poison damage and moves 5 feet in a random direction. If it can move and its speed is at least 5 feet, roll a d4 for the direction. Um... And then it doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. And if the direction is blocked, the target doesn't move. I rolled a 19. I assume that saves. So you summon a bunch of mites all over the quarry and it does not flinch. Mm. Heck. 
It does not know fear. It only knows Dang it. crush, eat hot chip, and lie. <laughs> <laughs> Ray of sickness, please. All right. Make that attack. <sighs> okay. So I missed. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's five on one, and the quarry is whipping ass. You shoot a beam at it, and it just raises the claw and cuts it down the middle. The beam I, splits. I try to do my shooting beam of Ray of sickness, which is just like... Projectile vomiting. I miss. Hits the wall. Does nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's now Quarry's turn. Uh, so, Neelith, do you want to be a, a, a octopus or a crocodile? Uh, I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to be a giant crocodile, but I'm going to be a slightly tentacly giant crocodile for flavor's sake. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> the Quarry feels threatened by your eldritch presence and is going to attack you. Uh, 22 uh, and 16. I assume both of those hit. Yeah, those those will both hit. Uh, that's going to be a hundred thousand damage. I'm going ape shit. That's too many, Austin. I'm going ape shit bananas <laughs> on you. That's sixty-two damage. Oh my god. It's fine. I'm alive. It's okay. Well, you have to make a concentration check to not lose the polymorph. Uh, where's my how how concent how concentrated is giant crocodile? I think you have to roll a thirty-one, which I don't think is possible. Mm -hmm. oh, what? For concentration? Yeah, because it's 10 or half the damage, whichever is higher. Come on, crit. No. No. I don't even get to attack with my giant thing. No. I mean, we, t we talked about this multiple times in the Nifix season, but that's why Polymorph isn't used offensively like this. So that's because uh, that's what druids do is changing animals. Trying to do it this way mm -hmm. is... Uh, Almost always not gonna work. I didn't expect a fucking thirty-one save to be allowed to do an attack. <laughs> the, the 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 trick for polymorph is to use poly, to use polymorph on someone else so that when they get attacked, you don't have to do a concentration check. Who wants to be a big crocodile? <laughs> uh, so yeah, you turn into a tentacled crocodile. It's very cool, and it draws the quarry's attention immediately. And it spends its whole turn ripping your uh, tentacles and arms off until you're forced back into Neolith form. Uh, but you actually don't take any damage because that health bar is a separate entity, so you're fine. Yeah, yeah you basically tanked one entire round of damage as that, so it's not a complete loss. It's just an expensive cost for it. So we're just having an off day. Did the Moist Watch go out drinking last night? What's going on here? <laughs> Ozzy didn't cry enough last night when he slept. That's why he's off his game. Got it. Got it's your turn, and the flavor is just like you come out of the polymorph, and the quarry is still trying to mangle the crocodile body as you appear like out of one of the severed tentacles, and you're you're free of that. What do you do? Um, I think Neelith's response to this is, fuck it, I distracted the big scary thing for a turn. Big and scary again. Uh, attempts to re-transform into the giant tentacle crocodile. <laughs> okay. Sure, At you can do that. At the very least, I'm hoping to tank another round of damage so everyone else can get doing shit. Because <laughs> Neelith's not going to do anything more useful offensively by fighting this thing. That is not Neelith's strength. <laughs> well, none of us seem to be able to fight it, to be honest. <laughs> All of you, help. I'm, I'm being a big crocodile... Someone like, someone hold it down for a minute so it can't knock me out of being a big crocodile. I'm imagining Neela's voice coming out of this giant cro tentacle crocodile going, Help, I'm a big crocodile. <laughs> uh, dr dream team, it's your turn. Oh shit. Well, I guess it's just time to attack again, so let's go for it. Uh, 26. 
Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, my damage is... Okay, 11 damage. Alright. And then do your second attack? 8 does not hit. That's a, another botch. No, no. Yeah, it's a full botch, actually. <laughs> I think the right, dream... Is this one of those things that we just can't hit? Like, it's out of our level range? <laughs> no, this is nothing about it's been hit range. twice? Yeah. It's been hit twice now. It's just uh, the dream team is just uh, a weak to quarry. Uh, that's a 27. That's going to hit. And so the dream team, what the motherfuck damage? Oh, my God. That's 19 as you take another claw, dream team. Mm. Uh, you've taken all the damage, in fact, and we're back to Aze. Hey, I took a lot of not taking any damage. Uh, <laughs> Aze is, is frustrated with how that's, this is inner, um, proceeding here, but, um, but will attempt to do his bonus action attack to lead off his round there. That's a 21, which will hit. Mm-hmm. And then he does, for damage... 11 damage as you know the his for as the constellation of his body pulses and another ray shoots off and he's going to um use his last free guiding bolt shot of the day uh against the uh against it and wow roll a 10 so wow his guiding bolt all three of his guiding bolts that are free to use all missed as he progresses so he's hit it twice but uh Next round, he's going to really throw the guns up a bit more. At least he didn't burn any spell slots on those guiding bolts. Ugh. Terrible. We're back to Philippa. I would say the quarry uh, has been hit a couple times now. Every time it turns, it's back to fight the dream team. Ozzy shoots it in the back. So uh, <laughs> it's also becoming less shadowy because the earthbind ripped it off the wall. And now you uh -huh. see the reds and the blacks uh, of its like gross, uh, almost charred-looking snake body uh, as it becomes more and more... Uh, like tangible and physical and you skip the the visceral disgust of its body <laughs> oh my god um i think philippa is gonna cast conjure animals um and conjure a giant elk to charge and, and ram into the quarry oh snaps um ten <laughs> ten <laughs> All right, a giant elk appears in the room, which is so far jam-packed with, like, six people fighting, and then the elk <laughs> just runs through and just hops, a, you know, through the battlefield wildly and doesn't make contact with anybody. <laughs> oh, heck. One, one, one more body in the room. Uh, Slime, we're back to you. All right, so does anyone in this group have a, a reliable fire spell or just something that's fire? Philippa can uh, conjure flame, produce flame. Uh, okay, perfect. It seems like everything I do goes poorly, so I would like to cast Grease and squirt it on the monster so it's, like, you know, it's slippery and can't do anything, and then someone can set it on fire. Uh, three! Uh, so you spray the quarry with Grease, and because you used Earthbind to pull it down, I'm gonna rule that it doesn't just float away like a dream creature, and it just does work, and it uh, falls down to its belly. Unfortunately for you, Slime, you go before the quarry, so all your attempts to do things like this are just gonna result in it using its turn to undo them. Yeah, but it's still, it's one less thing it does. Listen, I'm just telling myself this. Okay. <laughs> it's important to maintain morale. Um, here's what's going to happen. I think the quarry looks around. It's got a greasy tummy. It kind of slithers to its, uh, not feet, but up to an upright position. Sees the fucking elk going apeshit. Um, and realizes something's up. Because there's so many of you and you're all trying to corner it. 
and it looks around and it sees our good friend Pastor Very. Uh, so Dream Team, you get an opportunity attack because the quarry uh, disengages yeah, nice. from your melee range to go murder Pastor Very. Christ. Wait. Uh, kick, kick. Twelve. That misses. Uh, yeah. Do you want to get one crocodile, alligator, octopus, squid? Yeah, I was gonna say, can I have an opportunity attack, please? Yes. <laughs> and f- and the elk. Everyone gets one. Everyone try to take a swipe. He's coming for your pig. Yay. Twenty. Uh, twenty-four. Does that hit? Sure does. So I don't know if you said this out loud, uh, but the elk did ten damage. So you got an antler on the ball there. Would that be enough to knock it out of the, uh, like off course for attacking Barry? At least. Uh, I do thirty-one damage with my big bite. You Whoa. do what? Three D ten plus five. Three D ten plus five. I rolled an eight, a ten, an eight, and a plus. I got plus five. Mods. Mods, can we see the crocodile stats, mods? <laughs> what the fuck? Why do you think it was worth me giving it another shot? This thing does really big damage. That's only half of its multi-attack. Uh, yeah, that is that. I'll point that is indeed. Yeah. Yep. Wait, what? Yep. Is that crocodile? What's the stats? No, giant crocodile is giant what it is. Giant crocodile. That's why. Yeah. Okay. I did explicitly ask, can I be a giant crocodile? And you yeah. did say I thought, yes. I thought giant was descriptive and I had their regular crocodile stats up. No, Challenge no, rating no. five? Uh, yeah. It's too late. You can't take it back now. Wow, is that... Um, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm double checking because uh, I just don't want any math yeah. nerds to Ch- get mad yeah, at me. Yeah, challenge, challenge rating is five. And because I'm level eight, I can summon up to a challenge level eight. So I can summon a giant crocodile. It has 85 hit points, and it can do two big attacks. Yep. Uh, well, um, pay me a picture, Crocodile uh, Octopus Neelith, because I did not see 31 damage coming, and uh, my <laughs> last-ditch effort to decapitate Pastor Vary in front of you ends in getting fucking owned. Uh, yeah, Up- upon having had another chance to be a big thing that does damage, uh, Neelith scuttles across the floor part, crocodile waddle part, tentacle scurry, and just tries to fucking bite this thing in half. Yeah. This is very interesting, because I was like, I'll wait three rounds before killing Pastor Vary to give you all a chance to try to burn him down. But, like, at event, he's going to figure it out. He's not stupid. Uh, (laughs) And then I was like, well, we don't really use attacks of opportunity much in our theater of their mind combat, but everyone gets a turn. You probably won't. No, 31 damage, 10 damage from the elk. So the elk spears him in the side. He pulls through, and then your octopus uh, crocodile grabs him with tentacles, bites (laughs) the serpent, like, clean in half. Um, Could you say the elk just like rams him straight into the mouth? Oh jeez! Os- just like Austin, lay up. <laughs> this this is what you get for telling me that this spell, like you know, oh, it's not so useful as an offensive spell or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so nom. nom. <laughs> so quarry, especially ones that are like possessing a body, aren't super uh, bound to the laws of physics, so it doesn't immediately die from getting cut in half. I think. The serpent part of the body, like the the torso and tail, is still twitching violently on the ground, and the top part with the eyes and the lobster claws starts pulling itself towards Vary, uh, very much still intent on uh, killing the pastor, who is obviously preparing a spell. Uh, so Vary's going to cast Banish, and uh, the quarry is going to save with disadvantage. Uh, that's going to be a zero. 
and very save is 15. So I have to beat 15. Oh, 16. I got 16 and 17. So the quarry, quarry pulling itself on its claws towards very, very raises up uh, the, uh, a, you know, a carved idol and says, I cast you out. And the quarry just keeps crawling. Aze, can you bump that number up? Do you have a thing that you can do no, that? No, no, I, no. Uh, it's always benefic, so I can't reduce numbers. I can only raise numbers. <laughs> the stars are too benefic. Um, all right, so th- <laughs> uh, having survived uh, a banish, uh, the quarry is going to be able to lash out with its claws uh, with s- significantly reduced uh, abilities. Uh, this is a unique mechanic I'm giving for this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, 14, uh, that's going to hit Pastor Vary, who is going to take uh, 8 damage. So the quarry plunges its claw into the pastor's stomach as he attempts to do banishment again. Uh, we just had Neelith's turn. Dream Team, do you want to do anything? Um, But it's, a, it's at 0 already, isn't it? <laughs> yes, this is, a, this is a specific mechanic for this fight that the fight doesn't end until it's banished. Mm-hmm. I would like to it. grapple it. All CC right. It, yeah. So we get a strength contest once again with disadvantage for being cut in half. But I and I have advantage on strength because I'm enraged. Yeah. So I very very much doubt. I rolled a two. That's a two. <laughs> twenty five. All right. What does that look like? A two versus a twenty five. Um, cat uh pounces onto the wriggling, twitching uh, serpent's tail. Uh huh. But Nobi uh like. Like a double jump, right? Because nobody was on top of him. Like jumps off of that jump on top of the uh, the the lobster claw half, <laughs> like right on the head, and just like body slams it. <laughs> Great, <laughs> the fabled double jump IRL, uh, which gives <laughs> Pastorberry a second a chance at the banishment here. Once again, uh, fifteen. The quarry has to roll with disadvantage. That's an eleven and a crit, but disadvantage means. The quarry has to stick with the 11. Uh, Paint me a picture of it being banished. Uh, Laura, you got the killing blow on the quarry. Do you have an idea? Oh, okay. So if I picture banishment, I'm picturing like some kind of sigil appears underneath it, some kind of big glowing mark on the floor, and then a bunch of uh, basically like a big column of light surrounds it, and it's suddenly stuck in an ever-shrinking circle that's just sort of... Pushing in and in and in and in until the thing's gone. And Nobi is like, am I going to hell? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, Nobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so the quarry is uh, banished back to the Dalcor. Uh, Venta's body goes limp. Um, and I think the only people with real damage are the Dream Team who got slashed up and, Vent- and Pastor Vary who did get stabbed. Uh, but everyone... I would like to say, yeah. this entire season, I've been waiting for us to kill something cool so I can raise it from the dead. <laughs> and every time, it's always like a, a monster from the other world, or it dissipates into potatoes. And I just would like <laughs> to have an undead thrall. Mari, That's all I'm asking. What? Mari, m- <laughs> yeah. me and my hypnotic patterns have your empathy, your sympathy. Uh, we can sit in the corner of cool spells we don't get to use. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so in, in the aftermath, as like things are winding down, Aze is going to cast um, Essence of the Cycle, which is basically a healing spirit to cause like an, uh, a celestial ethereal tree to sprout up 
near where Venta is laid out on the table for and gestures to the dream team and to uh very to come closer to receive its healing uh yeah everybody gets in the heel huddle uh cat's pulling at it like a what what's the thing cats scratch at scratch pull uh, i guess yeah scratching posts yeah wait at the healing guardian <laughs> yeah <laughs> he said it was a tree yep. yeah yeah <laughs> okay uh yeah, does twenty-two healing to those uh, around it. So yeah. Uh, Neelith is shaking off having been a big crocodile and is sort of wiggling a little bit, trying to be like, "Yeah, okay, that's where all my that's where all my limbs are again. Cool, yeah." <sighs> and then uh, while this Aze is also like, you know, kneeling near uh, Venta and just checking how how Venta is doing after the exorcism has been finished. Yeah, Venta is unconscious, but seems to be unharmed. Is uh, back in you know dr- dreams, peaceful dreams. Uh, Pastor Barry is poking at the the wound on their stomach as it closes up from the healing, and he says, "You know, if you think about it, scabs are kind of like candy." Why would you think about that? It's true. I I thank you. I was just thinking, scabs are candy. I'm friends with sinners. Aze <laughs> <laughs> just sort of checks on everyone and, and just says, hopefully you're all, well, recovering as well as you can. I th- hope that this is the last we have to worry about something like this afflicting one of our one of our own. That thing's is sucking ho- sucking toes in hell now. We won't see one of those for a while. <laughs> I can't wait till Kissinger dies so I could tweet he's now sucking toes in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but That's not hell. <laughs> I, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I uh I was surprised to see such an uh, such a tactic from you, Neelith, but uh, it worked remarkably well. I'm not good at fighting usually, um, but if you can give me a minute to not get wrecked, I can occasionally do. I I can occasionally do big fights. Um, I don't tend to do the crocodile very often. It's a it's a it's a little bit um. Mm. Leaves a bit of a bad taste in the mouth afterwards. Ugh. It is the most honorable way to kill. It was not the most vegan of you, though. I mean, I mean, look, that th- I'm pretty sure the thing was made of, like, dream construct rather than tangible matter, which I think means it's okay. I... Is it vegan to eat your enemies? They're already I mean, dead. Look, I didn't swallow at any point. I think it's fine. Oh, uh, the Bill Clinton defense. I didn't swallow. Mm. Uh, is it though? Uh, is it vegan if they're already dead anyway? Is it like found meat? I was going to say the real ethical quandary is it vegan if you eat meat in your dreams, which is really closer to what she did. But if you want to talk about eating the dead. Eat. Yeah, eat. I I think I think it's totally fine if you eat eat meat in your dreams. 
The question is, does eating meat in your dream increase demand of meat to the point where more animals die? (laughs) Here's the thing. It's not like this is a case of, I killed this thing so that I could eat it. If I hadn't wanted to eat it, it would have kept on living. It was, this thing needs to die because it's dangerous. If some of it gets in my mouth, that probably doesn't make a big deal of difference in the grand scheme of things if we're killing it and destroying it anyway. There's no ethical eating under capitalism. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Look, we live in a world where sometimes vegetables are sentient. There is no ethical consumption. Yeah, that's what I was going to be asking. Like, if you eat a treant, is that vegan? I'm not sure, but anyways. Uh-huh. Technically, eating those suffering carrots was vegan, even though they did experience the horrors of life. So, the second item of business for today. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have had concerns raised by some of the village um, that it is perhaps unjust uh, for the police to be reading people's minds. So, I am hereby mandating Neelith. This is going to affect you. Um... I don't want you to read people's minds without asking first for their agreement. However, I will let it be known that if someone uh, does not agree to have their thoughts read for uh, for an investigation, then they should check in with Ruth to make sure they are doing okay. Yes, I too think that they should be re-educated so that they don't question the police anymore. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't say that. <laughs> um, yeah, ne- Neelith takes a second, st- starts trying to talk a couple of times and keeps, keeps stopping herself and eventually says, I understand and that makes sense. Um, I know that you are a natural empath. I do not expect you not to feel what people are feeling around you. But it is the invasion of thoughts without people's consent. It is troubling for the police to do this. In my head, I hadn't been doing the thing where I probe in and go for big rooting around in the heads, which I get that that doesn't necessarily make it better. I'm so used to everything on the surface just sort of being there. I didn't think about the... Everything surface level is very at the surface. I don't know how to explain that better. Um, I understand. I additionally would like everyone on the watch to uh, check in with Ruth uh, regularly. uh, Between you and me, this is partly because I want to increase everyone's trust in Ruth. But it is also because I want to improve community cohesion. Don't worry, Neelith. When I found out I was misusing my powers, and then an entire village died because of it, I was embarrassed too. And I pull out the skull from my chest cavity. You see? We all live on. (laughs) Uh, Mother, did you kill a village? Yes. It was the bad thing to do. I've learned from it and grown. But you said to do the good thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I do bad things, and I learn from them, and I hope that you learn from my mistakes so you don't have to suffer through regrets like I do. I will contemplate this in my art. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
I do love that when uh, Slime said something that seemed like a kind of a heel turn, the response was, you didn't say that? I think that should be in fit more fiction, where someone starts giving a villainous <laughs> monologue and someone else goes, that didn't happen. That, that didn't happen. <laughs> wait, wait, when did I say it didn't happen? Well, I, I said that to something you said. I can't remember what you said, but I said... He didn't say that. The police re-education thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, re-education camps to respect the police. <laughs> like, you didn't say that. Like, yes, I did. These, they, these, they, thems, thems need to know their place. <laughs> Imagine how much different Gotham would be if someone just told the Joker they actually didn't do any good jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, 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 that wasn't funny. And then just Joker just sitting in the corner staring at the wall. It's like, is my life a lie? Am I just Mark <laughs> Hamill? <laughs> All righty then. So, uh, uh, unless we have anything else to do here, we go back to uh, the Alibrihe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we roll up on Aze's house. Uh, Drip is enjoying their new belt. Uh, did you bring uh, more fashion for, for Drip? Oh, shit. No. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, shit, damn it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I don't know. What I, let's see here. Hmm. We, we were promised to get something else. I'm trying to think of any other other fashion accessories. My characters are animals and wear nothing, uh, so I I can't help you. Ooh, 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 ooh. Here's the idea. Aze will offer up another scarf, but claim that it's a bandana. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you want to roll deception to trick a horse? Uh, with advantage <laughs> because it's a horse. <laughs> so uh, gladly I'll. Hey, uh, hey, is it is it deception? If I would, I would argue that would if be you a choose 13. to use it as a, a bandana. I rolled it's a, a bandana. I rolled a three. I, I rolled a botch and a. T I rolled a botch and a thirteen. So there's a thirteen. Uh, all right. So that's above average is enough to trick a horse. And although, as Laura points out, it's not necessarily a trick if. You know, you wear it like a bandana. It wasn't designed to be a bandana, but that doesn't mean it can't be one, okay? A sh if a shirt can be a bandana, then a scarf can be a bandana, okay? Um, yeah, so you, you give it to Drip, and Drip says, I will try out this look, but I can't make any promises. It won't clash, so if you don't see me in it tomorrow, don't take it personally. I'm pretty sure I'll find that on the floor in any case. That will be easy enough to deal with. Mm -hmm. I can't put away the laundry, Ozzy. I don't have thumbs. Is is this the equivalent of season three with the crabs, where just Ozzy has an infinite supply of scarves to give away any time? It's like, oh yeah, here's a scarf, here's a scarf, have a scarf. He doesn't have an infinite supply. He has like two dozen of them because he has like two dozen star maps that he keeps around in the house and they all have their own specially designed scarf to keep them with. Um, the scarf balance of this campaign is all out of whack. Listen, okay, what is Marina going to do otherwise? She's capes and scarves and uh, therapy, I guess, at this point, but... <laughs> All right, so you tie the bandana around Drip's weird hammerhead face. It's a very good look. Mm -hmm. uh, Drip can still talk from the last uh, tongues that Neelith cast on mm -hmm. him. And so it's time to summon the Alabrihe. Uh, radiant colors break out all across his skin. Uh, butterfly wings burst out of his back. Um, this this is going to be like two weeks be, uh, for the before the audience hears it. But at the time of recording, did you guys see that the Google Doodle is an Alibri Hey? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, exciting. 
it's really good. Um, so that's that's what appears is just this uh, absolutely hallucinatory uh, donkey butterfly who says, "Yes, I am back in this terrible cold world. It is bracing. Mm, I love how I cannot feel anything on my skin. You live like this, yes? Indeed, like savages, we live here. I live like a king. I'm so comfy." Little one, you are you are protected from the elements, but are you protected from your heart? <laughs> My heart is dark. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so you have summoned me again to get information about the yokai. Yes, I have spoken with Baku. He has not forgiven you for taking away his sense of taste. Uh, the pleasure that has been taken from him has made him very bitter, but I did not tell him the information was for you. Thank you, we appreciate that. Um, we always appreciate people who aren't narcs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never narc, although I live in dreams, so everything is legal. Who would you narc to? <laughs> dreams are like the purge. <laughs> Hey, there's a le- there's a difference between legal and moral. Even in dreams, it's not moral to know. <laughs> dreams are the purge. <laughs> I mean, dreams are kind of the purge. That's what the quarry are. They're essentially all the your purge thoughts. So, mm-hmm. 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 interesting, interesting. <laughs> Anyways, dream world sounds wonderful. <laughs> If you think about it, the quarry are kind of like uh, the purge manifested. Do you think maybe dreams would be better if there were laws? Something to think about. Mm. No! Because <laughs> <laughs> if there were laws, that would be dream cops, and I don't want dream cops. Get out of my dreams, cops. Oh, come on. Now I have to pay for the rights for Dream Police. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> you can't say that and I not play... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the Alabrihe says, So I have spoken with Zebaku about finding where Yokai live on Mount Grendel. He says he has not visited their enclave personally, but he has given me the information that should be able to find it. One, they always live near water. Water is the liminal point between their world and yours. There is some kind of magical barrier that prevents you from stumbling upon it. Yokai barriers vary. Some can only be opened with the pure heart of a child. Some require a blood ritual. And some only require proximity to a yokai. But that is up to you to figure out. Water plus ritual. Yep. So, hmm. Well, there's there's one big body of water that we have. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's right. It's right there by the egregore. I mean, uh, no, wait. Uh, so, are you telling me that Ozzy's been eating shit right on top of the yokai's lair? That's just just slipping in. You have been face planting repeatedly into the yokai's lair. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Also, Aze is a next door neighbor to the yokai. I, I just like that. Um, there's something there. I could picture some anime of Aze being like neighbors with yokais. And that's just, I don't know. That makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, my, my neighbor Totoro starring Aze? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so you rolled, uh, I think, a 23 on religion last episode, so you're entitled to a lot of information about yokai, and uh, the Alabrihe can be the vector for that. If you have any questions, now's the time, because if you go into uh, the yokai village, that is in what in D- Dungeons & Dragons terms we call a dungeon. 
Yeah. Aze will then say, we've, there's a, we've been passing by the likely location for where the yokai have been residing. Unfortunately, I don't think any of us have had any success actually entering it. Uh, well, or at least there was no sign of entry in there. I've been face to face with the surface of the lake outside of one of our villagers' caves, and I cannot say that I saw anything underneath the waters. So, there, hmm. Yeah, the Alabrihe reiterates the three most common triggers for a, for a yokai portal. The pure heart of a child, blood, and a yokai. <sighs> so, let's see here. We, I don't, there, I, hmm. I don't know if we had any blood on the ice yet. That would, if that would be a pure heart of a child. Oh, I don't think. Is anyone missing any pure children? <laughs> Slime. I don't like the way you said that. What? <laughs> we we can probably get in fine. We've got Nobi, who is only five, which makes them a child, and they're clearly pure of heart. They they. <laughs> My heart is like a blood moon rising over a dark sea. You're safe, Nobi. Good job. <laughs> All right. Do you have any more questions for me? I have frolicking to do. So the yokai could uh, just come and go freely, right? Like because they are in proximity to a yokai, but we need to do a thing. Yeah, yokai can come and go from the yokai world freely. That's their whole thing. Is there anything about the yokai village that's like the dream realm? Are there different rules that apply once you're in their domain? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the the world of the yokai, this hidden world within your own, does have unusual properties, but it is difficult to know exactly how they will manifest. It, it often depends on the kind of yokai that are involved. I am not caught up on all the details of your investigation, so... Yes, that's... The, the leader is... Um, a fox yokai, a kitsune, I believe is the name for them. Ah, yes, the kitsune. This is very famous one. I can tell you about this one. Extremely evil or extremely nice. Uh, it is said that uh, the, the kitsune wields calamity and curses and fire when, you ha when it has any reason to go against you, but if it falls in love... It has a doting partner and eternally loyal. It is... <sighs> Yandiri boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Kitsune are the original Yandere. <laughs> Does the blood ritual mean killing or just blood? It's my understanding if a sufficient quantity of blood is spilled, and then perhaps you do some kind of purification the ritual... Uh, I do not know the exact movements, but a, a gifted uh, priest perhaps might. Mm -hmm. We got to bank a bunch of... T I think we've already, we've already spent one very token. Oh, gosh. Do we have a second one? <laughs> For the arcade machine. Does anyone know any gifted priests? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barry, have you, have you healed up that stab wound you took? Because, uh, I... Aza healed them up already on that. How do you emotionally dealt from getting uh, uh, recovered from getting stabbed? It, it, it just reminds him of one of the stories about our lords, you know, when they all got stabbed at the same time, 
in three different locations under three different circumstances. Um, one of them was an accident. The other two weren't. Uh, and so it's brought closer to the Lords, you know, just. <laughs> Would you like to be stabbed again? <laughs> okay. Okay. Are we cutting to the ice and we're having this conversation with Vary? Yeah. 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 Like, like we can cut to the ice and have this conversation with Vary. It's like, like, I was able to like, we don't know which of the three means of entry, but one of them requires a yokai being here, and none of us appear to be that. And the what? And well, none of us seem to be pure children to cause an entrance to be seen. So the only option we can try right now is. But all of us have blood. <laughs> That's true. We do all have blood, except for me. I don't have blood. Just, just checking, Nobi. Do you see an entrance? <laughs> you checking if Yo- if Nobi's a yokai? No, I'm checking if Nobi's a pure child. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Nobi slip sliding across the tar and being like, any second now, I'm sure it'll open. Nobi, 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 like Nobi curls up their legs and it's like a little, like a little um, shit, like a uh, shoot. Um, oh God. Uh, Nobi wouldn't be trying because Nobi is very convinced he is like the Antichrist. So, <laughs> and yeah. Needless, needless here, like, yep, yeah, you're a hearted child. You're fine. No, my good. heart is like a storm of knives in the dark. We're we're, we're doing curling with uh with Nobi. That's what we're doing. Is Nobi's heart a pure storm of knives in the dark? <laughs> you never said pure good-hearted child. I believe Kat is 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 batting Nobi around on the ice like Wait. Nobi's Aww. a little ball. Kat, how old are you? Five years old. <gasps> no. <laughs> they're both My five. Princess. They're twins. Oh gosh, they're born on the same day. Oh my god, what if they have the same astrological sign? Uh, that would make that the case for sure. It would make it easier to do the reading for them, I'll say that for sure. They're Geminis. Austin, is Cat a pure-hearted child? No. (laughs) Cat, you did good when you burst out of your mother's abdomen and ate her flesh. That protected you from this. Remember, never to regret anything. Oh my god. Alright, who, who, who will make the offering of blood to the water? Hey, Vary, listen. We all are going to go and fight some stuff right now. We kind of need to be on full power. Uh, Neelith, uh, gets get some cooking knives ready. Uh, Aze will raise a hand and just say, I will volunteer for the task. Give me the knife. What constitutes <laughs> blood? I don't mind doing so. I didn't. I didn't get hurt in the last fight. I. I. I was too crocodile to be hurt. Roll initiative to fight over the knife. <laughs> I'm just kidding. kidding. Uh, Ozzy will say, "I. I. I too was unharmed in the last fight, Neilith, but." It can't. Ne- Neelith's just gonna just gonna cut one of her tentacles now. She's gonna go for it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, roll roll your rapier damage on yourself. Okay, I uh, four four damage. 
So you reach up with the kitchen knife, slash a tentacle, blood sprays out onto the ice. Uh, it almost instantly starts freezing because of how cold it is out here. Uh, I asked at the beginning of the episode where you were going to fight the quarry specifically because if it had been outside, it would have gotten very bad for you. But you fought inside the lodge, uh, so nobody is uh, frostbitten yet. Uh, Vary is going to roll religion with advantage to try to do a purification ritual on the blood to open the portal to the yokai world. Here we Go. Twenty-two. <laughs> I rolled two, twice. One was a botch. Luckily, I had advantage. Um, so, very uh, puts the three icons down on the ice around the blood and says, "You know, our Lord, the Great Serpent of artistic expression, was actually stabbed to death once. She died a couple <laughs> of times. She had her heart ripped out in her first life. <laughs> what a what a, a beautiful medium blood is to express oneself." I agree. You agree. <laughs> yeah. And Barry's just kind of talking to himself. It, it seems like a very cheerful thought for him, even though it's kind of disturbing him. Just like, yeah, my God, uh, her heart got ripped out. And, you know, she went on to kind of champion murder as kind of religious concept. It's cool. Um, and then magical lines connect all three of the icons. The blood starts glowing. And uh, the ice on the tarn... Uh, basically become a, a spiral staircase down, like all around uh, the oh. outer rim. It, it kind of curls in on itself like a spiral. It, Uzumaki's. Does that does that mean anything <laughs> to you, friends? The terrifying that, world of the spiral. Here we go. <laughs> the entire lake Uzumaki's down uh, because now it, your intention to enter is clear. Um, and Pastor Barry says, well, my job here is done. I'm going to retire to my igloo for prayer. Uh, good luck. My tummy hurts. Bye. Cat and Nobi look at each other and say with a timing that they must have rehearsed, let's go and fuck them up <laughs> and charge ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you descend the icy uh, stairs down into the yokai world. Uh, do you want to roll uh, survival to go head first here, Dream Team? Eight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so slime can can join. So sixteen eight sixteen succeeds. So if slime uh, ke- stays after cat, uh, uh, then basically as you descend the the icy staircase, I think you know Noby's like slip sliding on their little sheep <laughs> paws, their little hooves. Slime turns into snake mode and then lets them stand on their back and they slither down. I'm sorry, snake mode. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I get all I get all slimy. I just slither down the stairs. Yeah, they're a slime. I just lay on my on my stomach and I slither down the stairs. Snake mode, Austin. <laughs> Snake mode. And then I let Lion and and Novi and Cat and Novi just stand on my back. Wee. Thank you, mother. Like snake mode, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as you en- you enter the yokai village underneath Grendel, I think you are taken aback by how not uh, strange it feels. It- it's not like, oh, this is an entirely different plane. It's not like, oh, this is like the, the Dalcor or everything is uh, really trippy and dreamlike. It's just like there is a Grendel underneath Grendel. There is a parallel vi- village here. Is it an exact parallel? Like, are the are there same placements of kind of buildings, or is there? Yeah, I would say there is an uncanny parallelism, but there is. It's not one to one. It's it's like 
it's like Twin Cities, you know? Right, right. So it, it's like, yeah, they're, they're the, the yokai here built uh, similar infrastructure. They probably have a place for garbage. They have a place for food. They have a place for government. Uh, but it's, it's not like they tried to imitate you. It's just this is the natural course uh, village planning goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're not the tethered from us. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. No, they're definitely not that. But I think, uh, honestly, the subtext is pretty similar insofar as that there, sure, there sure. is the altern and the subaltern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, as we approach, I mean, Aze is just like, yeah, taking in the sights and just observing how the yokai village looks um, as we all approach it by descending. Um and probably it's taken aback a little bit at just how it how normal it all looks down here. Mother, are we here to police the underclass? Mm. <laughs> Traditionally that is what the police do, but Neela says we are not police. Under what way I don't know, but apparently that's not what we are. We are here to not police. Yes. Traditionally, police oppress the masses, and for some reason, that's not what we do. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> we are of the same status as the people that we are protecting. That is what makes us the town watch and not the police. But we are given more rights to invade their privacy. Who are we protecting? The other villagers. Who moistens the moist watch? The, the people down here are not necessarily the problem. The problem is is that they may have a stone that they may have stolen, and if we don't get it back, frost giants are going to come fuck everyone That's up. That's true. They are naturally inclined towards crime down here. <laughs> no! Yeah. Right. No! I didn't say that! <laughs> fuck off! I No! These no. underlings do love to steal. It's not a theme if you just say it. Aze <laughs> uh, will just point out, it's like, we don't have to resort to... We don't have to resort to violence. We don't have to resort to intimidation. We don't have to resort to these sort of things. But often we do. We're here trying to make sure some frost giants don't murder us. That's all there is to it. Intimidation is my best skill. All right. I want to say with a 16, uh, Slime, your survival skill comes uh, to this conclusion, which is as you enter the... Uh, yokai village carefully uh you notice there are no visible people you don't see anyone that's what i'm giving you right off the bat slime screams hello we're here and we're looking for stolen Uh items are any of you Uh thieves Uh (laughs) get on the ground i have a warrant uh thieves and criminals please report to the outside if you have broken any laws by our village that you don't live in please immediately surrender (laughs) <laughs> I love Mari. Thank you very much. Um, so here's what happens when you start yelling about your authority uh, is that uh, <laughs> they're not complying. They're resisting. <laughs> you saw it. Uh, 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 I will point out that Aze is, Aze is visibly upset by this tactic as it's being taken. It's almost like the police uh, at every effort to police themselves is inadequate because it's a problem inherent to the nature of the concept. Yeah, roll perception to see the inherent nature of the concept. If it's a problem inherent to the... Yeah, okay, I'll do that. (laughs) Ozzy rolls a 24. Uh Okay, so... Uh, Crit. Crit. Nine, dang it. I mean, I know. Sophie knows. 
<laughs> you got a crit and a 24. So you see what is to be seen here, which is Slime and Nobi and Cat start yelling about, uh, you know, their authority. And you see movement, uh, Neelith specifically, with your crit, you see movement, but it doesn't seem like people. I think, uh, you know, there's a part of the, the human brain which recognizes human faces. Uh, mm. it, like, it wouldn't trigger that. Like, there's movement. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a uh, humanoid movement. Uh, with a crit, I want to give you more like you get a uh, like latent psionic, um, uh, like room tone. You're you're psionically picking up thoughts, but it's a whole bunch like cacophonous. You're picking up thoughts as if this village is jam packed to the rafters like a guar concert, but you don't see any people. Okay. But you are perceiving movement. They don't seem like people to you. They all look the same. Can our- <laughs> Can slime do an arcana check and then they do their spin splash? Uh, I think you'll need to get. We'll need to move a little closer because I've given you with a crit a lot here. Okay. So you're like, you're you're still on the staircase. You come down under the lake. There is a whole other village just like your own down here, uh, and there's something going on. You you feel the presence of something. You Neilith is picking up thoughts. Something's moving, but it's not people. What do you do? To to explicitly state it before Neilith says any of this or tells anyone to act on it, Neilith gives everyone a stern lecture on stop being a fascist. Okay, now no one can say <laughs> I didn't tell you not to be. Didn't tell you not to be a fascist. Oh. Uh, Nina's just going to attempt to go, hey, um, I can sense a bunch of you here. Um, any chance that we can have a conversation? We can chat? Yeah, so you come off the staircase, begin walking into the village. You pass by, you know, like the tailors. Uh, you see uh, there is a, a blacksmith's shop. There is uh, they probably they have their own therapist. Like it's. They they are fully people, even if they aren't, uh, you know. Is this like Nega Grendel? Like the mirror Grendel? Garendel? I, or... the, the read I'm getting is just, this is a community that has very much the same needs as, as the one up on the surface. I mean, you know how in Spirited Away, the, the, the yokai world is just like a bathhouse and a train and a, it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a people world. Yeah. Like, you know? Uh, I was able to just sort of like try to move up to be next to Neelith um, as Neelith is trying to communicate with the uh, with the unseen yokai. Well, yeah, Neelith, you step forward and say, can we talk? Uh, we're just here to talk. Uh, and you're still getting the thoughts, but no one comes forward. Uh, do you want to roll investigation? Because you're just walking out into the middle of the street uh, and no one's coming to greet you. You see a cemetery. You see a farm. Uh, 12 on investigation from me. With above average, let me just say, uh, Neelith, you uh, take a peek inside of a building and you see uh, a body on the ground. Oh, no. What can I tell about this body, if anything? I have a bad feeling about this. You open the door, walk in, and you see the body of a Tengu. Uh, the Pokemon Shift Tree is mm-hmm. based on Tengu. Uh, they are kind of humanoid, winged. Uh, they either have a bird face or a mask that looks like a bird's face. Uh, D&D actually did already jack the, the name for Kenku, which are the bird people. Mm-hmm. So having Tengu and Kenku is like uh, Gygax fucked us on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, it, it looks like a kind of a winged person wearing a, a mask that looks like a bird's beak. Uh, but they are on the ground and uh, just lo- motionless. What do you do? Slime, do you do you have a... I, I don't know how your spell works. Do you have a way to raise someone from the dead that could maybe get us some answers? I do. And I also have detect invisibility for all the wobbly things. Uh, yes. Oh my god. I can do this. <laughs> I would like to cast Animate Dead. Mm-hmm. Why don't you read Animate Dead to the audience? Creates an undead servant. Choose a pile of bones or a co- corpse of medium or small humanoid within range. Your spell imbues the target with a foul mimicry of life, raising it as an undead creature. The target becomes a skeleton if you choose bones, or a zombie if you choose a corpse. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw up a little bit of slime into the dead body. It's going to manifest. And this uh, lasts for 24 hours. And the way slime does it is... Uh, you're networked for 24 hours, and then slime just is like, "All right, you can, you can do do your own thing." Yeah. So you throw up uh, slime onto the uh, tengu, uh, and it into its mouth. Cu- in, into its mouth. I mean, it's wearing a mask, like so a like kid. the slime s- slips around the mask <laughs> and into the mouth. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of rises to its feet in a very strange, uh, unnatural motion, like the uh, nurses from Silent Hill, just like joints are bending wrong and frames are missing from its animation. Yes. Yeah. And it's uh, it's you now your undead servant for twenty four hours. Hey. <laughs> I don't think it speaks. No, oh. it doesn't. No. Mother, please never do this to me. Uh, all right. <laughs> that was very Obama. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You should know that if I eat your brain after you die, you'll become a part of me forever and be immortal. But some reason, sometimes people don't want to do that. So you're going to have to tell me that before you die. Is Is it ethical to dig around the brain of a dead person? I do it all the time. Can't say if it's good or bad. I think we were f- forbidden from doing this. Uh, like, Aze just sort of, like, grimaces a bit at that act. and lo- I'm eating brains right now. Uh, and, tr- and tries to look about the village some more to try to see if he can glean some more. Uh, Aze try to check, tries to check one of the other nearby buildings to see what he finds inside. Uh, with the average we have on investigation, I will say if you look around for uh, a good amount of time, you can find another body. Uh, the Kappa, Tengu, uh, No Face, or Nupperabo. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm casting Sea Invisibility, which is me just shaking a bunch of spores into the air and then it landing down, but I'm pretty sure that means only I can see it, so somehow only I can see this. But I can see... Into the ethereal plane, I can see invisible creatures and objects, and ethereal creatures and objects appear ghostly and translucent. So I assume that would work. Yeah, that works perfectly. Uh, there are no invisible uh, things in the yokai village. Ah, uh, all right. Uh, but now that that's fine, you have your you have your undead servant now. Uh, Aze, you come across the body of a a Nupurubo here. What do you do? I doubt that. You're the one that did it, but when your friends gave me a trip the other day, it was a little bit of fun, I have to admit, but I wonder where, I wonder why your friends are refusing to meet with us. 
He just sort of like murmurs listfully and looks around, realizing that he doesn't have much in terms of resources that can help like commune with the yokai here before Aze then just moves to basically tries to find like the center of the village to just walk further in. Um, even if it means separating a little bit from the party. Yeah. So if you want to roll religion, I think now would be the appropriate time for that. Oof. That's all. That is a botch, unfortunately on the religion there. Aze, I think you, you split from the group a little bit to go to the center of town. You find a, a statue of a nine tailed fox uh, much like the one that was at, under the well at the farm in that enclave. Um, and I, you touch it, and uh, you are going to take uh, 14 damage. You essentially burst into flames in the town square. Oh. Aze just, Aze lets out a, like, Aze, uh, you know, tries to roll a bit on the ground to put out the fire as well as he can. And then mends himself as well as he can with uh, one of his spell slots with Dignify afterwards, while all while muttering, "I've uh, this is what I get for not understanding the proper customs and traditions around here." Uh, he heals himself for thirteen, <laughs> so he's, he's only down one hit point after that. Um, so uh. Nobi and Kat's best impression of this is that they all died and are ghosts now, based on what Neelith has said and with the dead bodies. <laughs> um, but I was just wondering if, like, if confirming that was a thing I could do, like, either, like... Roll I... medicine? Okay. So you got a two on medicine. So uh, you, to confirm to confirm they're dead, what does, uh, what, does Nobi run over to one of the bodies and just stomp on it to see if it'll move? <laughs> I mean, I think he sniffs it. Um, yeah, so okay, so you sniff the body, and then uh, you, you don't get any useful medical knowledge from that, I guess, but... Um... They're just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in town got really sleepy. They're all having a big nap. 24. Uh, 24 as well. Yeah. Ozzy rolls a 16, but we have two 24s, so let them take the wheel. Yeah, so this medicine check starts very inauspiciously. Nobi sniffs a body and just says, they're sleeping. Uh, Slime and uh, Neelith, uh, what do you do? I lick everything. I'm licking the bodies. So, uh, (laughs) Slime, you start licking the bodies, um, and you immediately start uh, feeling cold wind on your face and hearing the low drone of someone speaking in giant, the language of giants. Uh, you you remember a, st- a story about someone who went on a long journey and found themselves. They did Eat, Pray, Love, Frost Giant Edition. Um, Neelith. I find uh, this boring. I find the entire story boring. Yeah. You don't take damage, <laughs> not, though. Not you. The, no, that's the fair. The concept. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Neelith, you also got a 24. So you see Slime licking all the bodies, and you definitely see the blue goo gets on her tongue. And... Slime doesn't take damage from this, uh, but you would have if you if you hadn't noticed. Tastes like giant memories. Mm. Just like the blood of the other ones we ate. No, that was just me. It was I only I ate them. <laughs> you weren't eating them, were you? Well, no, you can refer to yourself as we. That makes sense. It would have been more fun if Slime was like, oh, no, it was just me. I was the one eating them. 
You might you all missed out. No, cat definitely ate some. Uh, I I think I think Neela sort of obviously points out to everyone what's 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 going on. Hey, blue blue goo again. Hmm. They must have touched the Akasha stone on their own without others to absorb the knowledge with them. Oh gosh, is is this a whole town of oops we all we all died from stone touching? Well, I'm pretty certain that the statue is in the Akasha Stone. I don't think setting someone on fire is within its parameters, but... Uh... Does dying to the stone make you into... Uh, fill you with goo? I think that's how it manifests for the yokai here. I'm not, I cannot say for certain that's how it manifests for us. Uh, so, you know that Cat uh, ate some kappa, and Cat is not full of blue goo. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm. Like, I think maybe something different than just touching the stone happened here. Neither keeps resisting the urge to be like, what if I do detect thoughts to see if the statue <laughs> has thoughts going on in it? And then being like, no, 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 not, not, not allowed. No. I will say, Neilith, I said this at the beginning because of your, I think you crit on perception. There are thoughts all around you. You're getting thoughts. Thoughts are happening. Yeah, but Neelith is not, you know, using magic to work out exactly what they are and and have a proper listen to them. You could always yell out loud for consent and then ask for a sign of no. Well, I I mean, no, like what ne- if they can't that, give a Neelith sign? did explicitly try and communicate with them verbally and got nothing, and is honestly a bit nervous and anxious about oh god i don't know what the line is and therefore i can't can 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 i try and read the thoughts of uh dead people who can't consent is that is that an acceptable line if i attempt to read the thoughts of something that may or may not be alive like a statue and it happens to have thoughts in is that okay i think neelith is really struggling with what what is okay with brain communication right now as someone that largely up until this point has gone I, I don't know how to communicate with people just have a look at their brain how they what what's going on oh okay i see i understand what i what is going on uh is it possible to find what it would appear to be the kitsune's home in the village oh interesting um yeah um why don't we roll mm-hmm. a history i think is okay. what i actually want here all right that oh gosh, that's a ten. But Aze botched on his history check. Oh, twenty-one. And there's no way I can really fix that. Oh, <laughs> uh, three from Neelith on history. Uh, so the group fails, and we have a botch. Very funny uh, history. So you all think, okay, so the Kitsune seems to be the the key to this mystery. Let's find their house. Um. You go to uh, what seems to be the the biggest building, like with the equivalent of the Governor's Lodge in Grendel. Uh, this is a kind of shrine building. It has both political and religious uh, iconography uh, to it. Uh, these seem to be like a, a more of one and the same than uh, the secular <laughs> village of Grendel. Uh, but you open the door um, and you go in and there are no bodies in here, but because of the botch... Uh, here's what I'm going to say, which is, uh, I'll say you begin feeling strange and, uh, you're going to take, uh, exhaustion as a status effect. All right. 
Some, something's happening to Ozzy. You see him uh, stumble. He has been concussed somewhat recently, but he did get some treatment for it. Uh, something something happens to Ozzy. Uh, so you don't know exactly what's happening, but there's definitely a presence in the village. I've said this before with all the thoughts around Neelith. But something is here. There is something to find, and now it's it, it's whatever it is. It's beginning to get impatient with your presence, and you think it might become dangerous. It's doing something to Ozzy. If if Aze steps outside the the current location, does uh, are they fine again? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, Aze will hold his head and just grimace up and just say, "We don't, we don't intend to cause any duress to you here, but we need, we need to find." a stone that was taken from the frost giants so that the giants don't threaten the village both ours and yours is there any way we can have a conversation you have to read their minds feels like a real bad thing to do like literally two minutes after being told not to do it anymore you know they're not citizens of our town so we can do whatever we want I want to try and read your thoughts and understand what it is that that you're trying to communicate. Hopefully, would want to communicate to us. If you're okay with that, would you please signal that by letting our friend go? Uh, when you say I'm going to read your thoughts, one of the buildings, in fact, the governor's mansion. You just went inside. Uh, the building fucking explodes everyone dexterity saving throw with cat-like reflexes i dodge uh 20 from neelith i know oh, i was just yay wow everyone succeeds so the building basically pops Bl- wooden splinters fly everywhere i rolled six damage but everyone's safe so no one gets hit by them uh whatever uh can hear you talking neelith uh very much does not want you to read yeah, M- minds is what I'll say. That's, hey, I'm I'm sorry, but this is a step forward. You can hear me, uh huh, and understand me. That's a step forward. I didn't know that previously. Um, is there any other way we can communicate? Seeing as apparently you can hear me and interact with the world in a way that I can perceive. Explode buildings once for yes, <laughs> and twice for no. <laughs> there is a, a deep abiding non-response. There is just this uh, echoing nothing, which is uh, it it's, makes a statement by its non-existence. Do all of the like thoughts around go quiet? Is that what you mean, like? No, no, the thoughts are still there. It's just, whatever this thing is, it's being very intransigent, or things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you elaborate on what that word means? It it does not want to play ball. You're fucking up its shit. You're blowing up its spot. Look, there's a thing... Look, look everyone up on the surface is, is potentially going to be destroyed by frost giants if we don't understand what's going on. Can you please help in some way? We're we're trying to find a, a positive way to deal with a really scary thing going on up there. Roll persuasion. Just Neelith. Uh, 14. 
I'll take a benefit on that. Add a d6 to that, Laura. Is that your last one? That is the last one. All right. Oh, f- uh, that's 15. <laughs> is 15. Does that tip it up to where it needs to be? Yeah, that that's exactly where I was looking for. So 50, with a 15, you finally do get a response. Uh, it seems to come from multiple directions at once. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of thoughts here. So there's a lot of vectors of communication. The, the Basically, uh, from diff- several different directions at once, the thing replying to Neelith says, All is going according to plan. When you say that, is the plan for us to all get killed by frost giants? <laughs> is there is there a way I can like follow on a hunch I have? Like I was saying before, this idea about them like having bonded with the stone in some way because of the blue goo. I'm just wondering if there's something I can do to investigate that specific possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, nature... <laughs> I, my <laughs> rolls are just dog shit today. <laughs> yeah, Ozzy will assist with nature. That's a nine. Uh, gosh. Uh, 17. Uh, so we got 19 and 17. Here's what I'll say is uh, Neelith says to the, the presence here, plaintively, please, the village is going to be destroyed by frost giants. The presence or presences says, all according to plan. Uh, and then uh, Nobi and Cat give another sniff at some of the bodies. Um, and you get, <laughs> I think what happens is, uh, Nobi, you get some of the blue goo on your snoot as you're sniffing. Um, and Slime and Neelith with 19 and 17 see the goo on your nose. Um, and I, 19, Slime, uh, you're like, that isn't blood. That's not blood. I lick it just to make sure and to clean off Nobi's nose. Definitely not blood. It's not blood. No. Um, and the, the voice, uh, the presences seems very agitated and it says, you're ruining this. Tastes great to me. Yeah. What, what, what are are we ruining? Mm. The presences say, my love. Why do you want the stone? I don't want the stone. Do you love the stone? I got the stone for the kitsune as a favor. I don't care about the stone. You love the kitsune? He said she would love me if I got the stone for him. Who's she? Uh, at this, another building for, uh, like far enough away you don't have to roll decks mm-hmm. uh, explodes into splinters. <sighs> And there, you don't get a you don't get a vocal response. You're all just hit with like waves of anger. The Kitsune promised you something, and you, and you did not get it in exchange for the stone. Did the Kitsune catfish you? There's still time. I can be better. I can be bigger. I can be smarter. Daily affirmations, yes. But <laughs> did the Kitsune catfish you? Who are we talking to? The the presence or presences say, you do not want me to reveal myself. Uh, Nobi still standing by one of the bodies um, says, uh, are you these people? Are you these people? If I reveal myself, I will have to kill you. 
Can I do a perception check on all of the dead bodies? Absolutely. Okay. 18. Yeah, um, 18, I think, uh, Slime, you look at some of the bodies again, and you catch some movements at the corner of your eyes. The bodies, uh, as the presence or presences gets more agitated, uh, the bodies seem to be reacting. Uh, with an 18, I would say uh, the bodies are a concern. Yeah. We've been jigsawed. We've <laughs> <laughs> been jigsawed. Uh, and it's not blood. All right. Uh, like... Honestly, just it's slime. Uh, Sophie, one more time. It's slime. <laughs> Hang on, wait, 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 no, no, just so it's out loud. It's slime. I warned you. The presences say, as from every corner of the village, the blue slime mold <gasps> begins crawling out of the bodies. Actually, not even out, pulling them all towards a central point. Oh, fuck. As the slime that was ejected from Mari's character in episode one by Kat when it clawed her chest open. Uh, all Boob slime! All comes together in an ama- amalgamation of dead yokai bodies to form a towering slime creature made of corpses, much like your own oh, shit. slime, except uh, much bigger because this <laughs> this bit of slime has incorporated all the yokai of the village. Slime turns to the group and says, Ew, is that what I look like? (laughs) (laughs) I was following the pack, all swallowed in their coats, with scars of red tied round their throats, to keep their little heads from falling in the snow. And I turned round and there you go. And Michael, you would fall and turn the white snow red and strawberries in the summertime. The slime of my bosom has come back to haunt me. Oh God! Wait, we we got we got we we have we have a we have a love triangle here. We got two slimes that love sun, moon, stars, but one of them's full of yokai. I do love that the solution to who who can who can deal with the akashic stone has been right in front of our face for a couple of episodes. Of course, slime can. We said it explicitly, right? That was the whole thing, the whole time. Oh, and I said, the stone is knowledge. Mari said, ooh, yummy, I can't wait to eat it. Not in the back of my mind, I was like, <laughs> that's literally exactly what happened. And then she was she was like, these yokai aren't people. I'll impose my will on them. I was like, yep, that's exactly what happened. I really, it's important. It's important to me that the boob is still at the center of the <laughs> I, I I was still on team the egregore was used to move the stone. No, no that was the great the, the great uh, thing was when you asked, could multiple yokai pick up the stone? And I said, well, multiple minds could. And then what did Slime do? Started eating kappas. E- everything that happened in this investigation arc is directly pointed to this. God damn it. God damn it, Austin. You fucking, you fucking Look at did you, it again. Austin having plans. You, you fucking, you boomed us, okay? You boomed us.